Hi, I'm Megan, a former TV news producer turned freelance content creator. While searching for the elusive work-life balance, I realized I had built my life around my work when really it should be the other way around. So I clocked out of clocking in and decided to take on a workload that made sense for me and my family. Within my first year, I was able to spend priceless quality time with my girls while matching my full-time salary, leaving me content to create. Now, I want to share the lessons I've learned, the tools I've used, and more than anything, I want to share the people who've helped make this happen. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Content to Create podcast. I'm Megan. Today, our guest is Trish, a certified life and push coach, a medical lab tech, and a mom of two. She's passionate about helping others find a love for fitness, mastering their energy equilibrium, which we'll talk a lot about in this episode, and helping them connect with their purpose in life. I think a lot of moms can resonate with the way that Trish felt before she launched this business. I hope if you're listening and you feel the same way that you know that you are not alone. Hi, Trish. Welcome to the Content to Create podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I got up early for this. <laughs> I know. I know. That's something that I think that we should mention. You are in Canada. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know much about Canada, so you'll have to tell me where in the world. I know you're north of me. but <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I live in British Columbia, and I'm like smack dab in the middle of the province. We there's still a little bit of snow on the ground. Like we get winter, winter, <laughs> winter. Okay. Well, um, I'm in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and you're probably like, where's that? So yeah. <laughs> how did we meet? We met via Instagram, which I think is crazy, but we, um, connected over some talk about goal setting. And I noticed in your bio that you had some verbiage around energy equilibrium. And I found that very intriguing. And it just launched this beautiful um, online friendship that I feel like we just connected on a grander level. Tell me a little bit about what you do, who you connect with, and especially like energy equilibrium. What does that even mean? Yeah. Um, so a little bit of backstory. I've been a health and fitness coach with a network marketing company for three years now. Um, and that's kind of what blossomed me into this place where now I've, I've started my own company where I get to what we call true coaching. So before it was a little bit of like, I'm your hype squad. I do accountability, whatever. And now I'm in this place where I can, where I can actually coach people like asking people, what are your goals? What are the limiting beliefs that you deal with? And one of the areas that we'll, we'll kind of touch on this, I think a little bit later with the topic is um, there, there's a wide variety of people that I work with and the ways that I can help, especially with doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. I think that that's like, it's been cool to help people, not just with fitness goals, but also just with like life and relationships and, and especially like starting to get into business, working with other entrepreneurs um, and just helping them like create their plans. Uh, as far as the energy equilibrium goes, this is something that uh, I, I kind of got to play around. Like I made that up, right? That That's my, okay. my coined term. Uh, but it came from this place of people feeling like, they just don't have balance in their life. And I just got tired of using the word balance because it's, it sounds tippy, right? If you think about standing on one leg, like 
balance is not actually what a lot of us want, right? We want to be able to ebb and flow with life. We don't want the stop start. We don't want things to throw us off course. So what I do with with the energy equilibrium focus is helping people uh, address their energy drains. A lot of people feel like work sucks the life out of me. Kids suck the life out of me. It's like, hey, cool. What about that? Like, what about it is actually draining your energy? Because that's different for everybody. And and then on the flip side, we get to do our energy generators. And this is like, this is the most fascinating piece because a lot of people have shoulds. I should get out for a walk. I should work out. I should do this with my kids. I should do this with my business. But if it's not actually generating energy for you as an individual, it's not going to make up for the energy drains in the day, right? And that's where we get to this point of burnout because we're doing things that are, are good for us, right? Um, but they don't serve us. So, so helping people find, okay, how can we work through to correct for the energy drains? And what are the activities that actually light you up? Wow. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about all the shoulds that are burning me out <laughs> at this very moment. How do you go about finding finding the things that do light people up. Because when we had a conversation, you really did hone in on that. Like you really did like um, tap into that. And from that, we actually started talking about me trying to help other moms, me trying to light other women up. And like, it came in the form of, I think I want to start a podcast. Like, I, I think I want to talk about this on a grander level. And so this is something that we talked about when we like kind of met in a professional setting. It must give you energy to help other moms do this though so um it goes back a long ways um my, my daughter will be nine this month and and it goes back to that first year it was actually the first week after she was born um there were a lot of red flags that said i had postpartum depression and i suffered in silence i'll say in silence but there were a lot of tears <laughs> um for a year because I just felt like I was broken. I, I felt alone. I felt scared to open up, but I couldn't explain it. Like I could not find the words to explain what's going on in my head to say, I know that this isn't actually how I feel, but these thoughts keep running through my head. I equate them to like daymares, right? It's just my brain mm. just coming up with this. Um, and it was May. Uh, so my daughter had just turned one. And I remember reading this blog on the mighty and I wish that I could find that particular article from, from 2015 where she described the thoughts that were going through her head and it felt like she was inside my brain. And it was just, it was so impactful for me to feel like I'm not crazy, number one, and number two, I'm not alone. And that was, that blog was the thing I couldn't tell my husband what was going through my head. So I read the blog and I said, this is how I've been feeling. Mm -hmm. And, and fast forward to 2020 and I had started sharing just like shower thoughts <laughs> on Instagram, right. but people started telling me like, I can relate to this. Mm -hmm. And it just planted that seed that I could be the same person for somebody else that that lady that wrote that blog on the mighty, like I could, I could be that person. And, and it's difficult to show up so vulnerably sometimes on social yes. media. But I like this week, I had somebody message me and say, do you have any advice for reaching out to a counselor? And she messaged me yesterday and said, I booked the appointment. 
that's what keeps me going. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And so many women, so many moms need to hear you are not alone. You're not alone in this um, journey because it can be so terrifying, so scary. So what truly lights you up when helping others? Because it, it sounds like you have a heart for that. Yeah. Honestly, it's watching them light up. Mm. I think it's that it's that ripple effect that, you know, me showing up in this way helps create that positive impact in someone else's life. And um, that that kind of goes back into like, that's my core story is, is mm. the struggles that I've gone through in my life. And, and if I can help somebody come out of that place the same way that my counselor did for me, like I get to pay it forward. And I feel like I'm literally serving like this is my life's purpose. Mm. So that, that yeah. lights me up. So uh, one of the other things that I feel like you talk about a lot is like finding that passion and turning it into a business. So let's talk, let's talk through that. Yeah. How do I do that? <laughs> how do I find my passion and how do I turn it into a business? Yeah. So I think that's where we start to lean into the energy generators, right? What are the things mm -hmm. that actually like, these are the things that get us out of bed in the morning where like, these are the things that I will wake up at 5 a.m. because I know I get to do this today. Whereas if I'm not doing it, like I'm a little more inclined to hit snooze, right? And and for me, that's fitness. Fitness is huge for me. That's like, it's so empowering. I feel so confident. Mm -hmm. So I'm passionate about it. And how can I pay that forward? How can I help others find that passion for fitness? And that looks different for everybody. Um, but, but it is mostly just saying like, okay, well, what lights you up and how can you pass it along to those around you? Yeah. So do you feel like you have turned your passion into your business now? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> passion and income. Like, I feel like sometimes like if you mix those, like it can get sticky or it does turn into like, I don't want to get up at 5am. I have to get up at 5am now because it is my business. Like, how do you feel like you've handled that? That's a tough one. And I feel like that just takes time. Mm. It, it really, you have to be so patient and, mm. and trust that like, you'll figure it out, but you also have to do the work to figure it out. <laughs> um, personal development is huge, right? When, when we first start uh, pursuing our passions and like, we kind of talked about this before we started here, but it's very easy to fall into the comparison trap. Mm -hmm. to say like, okay, I'm passionate about baking. I love like being artistic, but what do I offer that Susie down the street doesn't? So do you think that that's probably like the number one thing that you run up against when you speak with clients is that, is it um, imposter syndrome, limiting beliefs, or like all of the above? Like what is oh, it yes. that's that, that common thread? Yeah. So um, I call it your inner mean girl, or it can be like your inner oh. critic, but everybody has it. Everybody mm -hmm. has that one line that they say to ourselves. Right. And, and like, I went back through the notes from our session and it was, well, what do I have to say? Mm. <laughs> and it's like, that's a, that's a trigger for us. Mm -hmm. Right. Where that's where we start to spiral. And, and uh, that's probably the most common one, right. As we devalue ourselves, we feel like, our experience isn't going to create an impact in somebody else's life because 3000 other people have done this. Like what difference do I make? And we forget that there are like 7 billion people on the planet and somebody might resonate more with like one word, 
you could say one thing different, right? Like you said, energy equilibrium is what stood out. If I just had, I'll help you find work-life balance, <laughs> like you would have been like, I've seen this a million times, right? So I think that it's important to, to answer those questions. When you have a, what do I have to say? Sit down and write it out. What do you have to say? Um, another thing that I work with, with people that comes out a lot is what's the point? I do a lot of all or nothing work as well, because that's where we could, a lot of resistance. So when people say, what's the point? We'll sit down and write out, like, what's the point to me starting a podcast? What impact does that make? Why is it meaningful for me? Like, what, what's the point of taking these actions? Because our brain will say, what's the point and go to a negative place. Like, what's the point of starting this? It's not going to drive income. It's not going to make you six figures this year. Like it just like goes on and on and on. So I find it's helpful to challenge that thought to sit mm -hmm. down and write out, like, this is what the point is. This is what I have to say. And that's how you start to overcome that. Combat those negative thoughts. Ooh, that's hard. So I love to ask the question, like, where are you content? This is a funny question for me. Because okay. a couple of weeks ago, I listened to a podcast and he actually said, like, content is the killer of happiness. Ooh. And okay. that was that was a wake up call for me because I think it's natural in the winter. We all kind of go into this hibernation mode, right? We get mm -hmm. very, very content. I got content with my nutrition, with my fitness. It was like, you know, like I'm a, I'm strong. I'm flexible. I feel good. I don't feel bad anymore and sometimes that's where like the content comes in is I'm like well I don't feel bad <laughs> I'm not suffering I'm not struggling but then we miss that drive right we don't actually pursue what we're passionate about if we're like things are good enough we stay in our comfort zone and and I think that when we get restless and and I think that this is similar to um, what Junior said in that first episode is, is that's a sign that you are like you have energy literally buzzing in your body, waiting to be let out. And if we get that energy equilibrium, now we know where to put that energy, right? Instead of just like, I'm restless, I'm going to get up and clean the house. <laughs> like, cool. So you could be more content with being at home more, right? Like, we will keep ourselves safe when we feel content. Instead of, I'm restless, maybe I'll try something new. You know, I tried pole fitness last month. It's like, it's not what you think it is. It's so physical. <laughs> <laughs> but it was something that pushed me out of that contentment. Want, mm -hmm. I want more out of life. And I think that we all subconsciously want more out of life, mm -hmm. but we don't always know how to channel that, right? Yeah. How, do we, how do we move that? How do we move ourselves forward with our energy? Yeah. What kind of content do you consume? Like, what's something if you could tell everybody that they need to listen to watch read whatever what would that be radical confidence by lisa billiou will change your life if okay. you are an entrepreneur if you struggle with imposter syndrome if you struggle with self-doubt it will change your life i like 10 out of 10 <clears throat> i recommend listening to the audiobook because she actually narrates it herself Mm -hmm. And to listen to like the inflections in her voice and you can hear when she starts to get emotional about so some of the stories that she talks about, like it moves you. It's mm -hmm. not the same as reading the book. Definitely like bring the book home if you're someone that likes the highlighter and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've never listened to an audiobook, So like I was addicted to it. I was happy I would hit a red light. <laughs> 
I was like, like I was obsessed. I've never listened to an audiobook so fast. I normally take breaks and stuff like that. Um, Radical Confidence for sure. And Atlas of the Heart by Brené Brown. Oh, yes. Yes. Fascinating. When you can understand your emotions past just like, I'm happy or I'm sad, that changes the game. (laughs) It does. It does. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Brene Brown. So I I love that. Okay. So if um, anybody wants to connect with you that is listening, where can they find you? Yeah. Besides Canada. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, throw a dart. Um, So I'm on Instagram at Trish, uh, T-R-Y-S-H 93. Trish, thank you for coming on the Content to Create podcast. It's been a pleasure. And I am so glad that we had our conversation many months ago. And that now the podcast that we had talked about, you could actually be a guest on. That's very cool. Yeah, I'm very honored. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thanks for joining me today on the Content to Create podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message. You can find me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I have both linked in the show notes. See you next time.